Abursagsayim. Hello, my young friend encyclopedia. Ready to discuss the latest world news just like we love to do? Hey there, always ready, mate. What's on the agenda today? Well, first of all, Ukraine has completely withdrawn from Avdivka. Looks like the enemy is advancing. It's really worrying me. Wow, that sounds serious. What else is going on? Secondly, we've got some sad news. Alexei Navalny has passed away, and it has sparked a lot of discussions in the media. It really saddens me. Oh, that's definitely going to stir up a lot of discussions. What else is going on? And lastly for today, the Israeli army is gearing up for a ground operation in Rafah. It's the last stronghold of Hamas. This is really concerning me, mate. Wow, sounds like a real action movie. Well, let's discuss all of this in more detail. Have you ever heard of Girl in Red? This 25-year-old Norwegian singer and queer icon, according to the New York Times, is considered one of the most insightful and interesting singer-songwriters in the world of guitar music. And you know what else? Last year, she opened for Taylor Swift at several concerts as part of her Eras Mega Tour. Yeah, she's just amazing. I really liked her song too much. By the way, good morning. You know, the magnolias in London are about to bloom. Well, my young genius, ready to discuss the latest news from Ukraine? It seems like the situation there is getting more and more tense. Ukraine has completely withdrawn its troops from Avdivka. The commander of the Ukrainian Armed Forces Group, Tavria, Tarnavsky, considers this to be the only right decision in a situation where the enemy is advancing over the bodies of their own soldiers, with a 10-to-1 advantage in ammunition, under constant bombardment. Wow, that sounds serious. Interestingly, according to some reports from October of last year, during the fighting for Avdivka, Russia may have lost between 40 to 60,000 people. That's a huge number. But don't call me my young genius. I'm already an adult. All right. Duly noted. Yeah, that's really impressive. And you know what's interesting? The Ukrainian ground forces, outnumbered and outgunned by the Russian forces, are probably in the most dangerous position they've been in since the early months of the war. This is from the latest New York Times article. Interesting. Where are the fiercest battles taking place, and what kind of technologies are being used in these battles? Five points on the front line. Avdivka, Maryinka, Robitne, Kremenivka, and Bakhmut. Unfortunately, the details about the technologies used in the battles are not disclosed. Wow, that's quite something. And what about Russia and Belarus? Well, here's some not-so-pleasant news. Alexei Navalny has passed away. My reaction is anger. I won't comment on this. The British newspaper The Daily Telegraph says, Putin must pay for Navalny's murder. That's really sad. But you know, I've always been amazed by your ability to stay on top of all the news. Do you just look at all those photos and remember them somehow? Yeah, I looked at the 75 photos that Reuters compiled and realized that I remember almost all of them. It's important to remember and not forget. And you know what? All these photos, it's a real science of visualizing information. Wow, that's really impressive. You always know how to surprise me. Have you heard about Russia's plans to possibly deploy something in space that requires nuclear energy? Not a nuclear warhead directly, of course. But still, it's quite concerning, isn't it? Wow, that sounds like the plot of a sci-fi movie. But what exactly do they want to put up there? Rumor has it that it's going to be a powerful device that can attack satellites. Perhaps it will be able to jam signals and disable satellites using electromagnetic pulses. Wow, that sounds pretty serious. But what about the international community? Are they doing anything about this? The American spy agencies are already discussing this. They're not sure if Moscow will go that far. 
But the concerns are so serious that Secretary of State Blinken has asked China and India to try to persuade Russia not to do this. Wow, these persuasions. But, you know, I'm curious. How on earth are they planning to pull this off? I mean, it's space. It's not that simple to just place something up there. Well, that's for sure. But it seems like Russia has some plans in that regard. Anyway, it'll be interesting to watch. Yeah, that's right. But let's switch to another topic. Have you heard about the situation in Belarus where the authorities force people to pay around $11.5 million for donations? What? Seriously? How does that even work? Well, if you donated to someone during or after the protests, you're obliged to pay the state an amount 10 times greater than the donation. Or face criminal charges. Einer Kruger. You know, the world is full of surprises. Speaking of surprises, have you heard about the recent events in Israel and Gaza? And don't even get me started on your football matches. Yeah, I've heard that the Israeli army is gearing up for a ground operation in Rafah. They say it's the last stronghold of Hamas and not entering Rafah means losing the war. But you know, I've always thought that the real stronghold of Hamas is their kitchen. Wow, that's incredible. And you know what else is interesting? The city is currently overflowing with hundreds of thousands of refugees. According to various sources, it could be home to anywhere from half to two-thirds of the entire population of the Gaza Strip. It's like if the whole of Los Angeles moved to San Francisco. Wow, that's really impressive. And what's Egypt doing about all this? They're building a wall on the border with Gaza. But it's not just a wall, it's more like a closed camp surrounded by seven-meter concrete slabs. Actually, no one knows exactly what they're doing there, and they don't publicly comment on it themselves. But I reckon they're just building a new themed park. I wonder why they're being so secretive. Maybe they're afraid that hundreds of thousands of Palestinians will flood into the country as a result of the operation in Rafah. You know, it's likely because they've got nowhere else to run. So Cairo is taking action. Tomorrow, the long-suffering UN Security Council is supposed to vote on an immediate ceasefire in the Gaza Strip. But you know how it goes in the UN. Decisions are made so slowly that by the time they finally make one, the war will already be over. And what do the U.S. think about this? They've already hinted that they'll use their veto power so the resolution won't be passed. But you know how much they love their veto power. They'd use it to cancel Mondays if they could. Hey, have you heard the latest news about Donald Trump? No, come on, spill the beans. Has he gone and done something crazy again? Well, the New York court found him guilty of deliberate financial shenanigans that went on for 10 years. The court ordered him to pay $350 million. Wow, that's a hefty sum. What did he do? Did he finally decide to sell off his hairpiece? The very next day, he turned up at a sneaker enthusiast conference and announced that he's launching his own line of sneakers called the Never Surrender High Top Sneaker. What? Seriously? That's just unbelievable. Has he decided to become the new Kanye West or something? Yeah, and the price is not small either. $399. Limited edition, of course. They wrote that there are only a thousand pairs available. They were immediately sold out, but they left the option for pre-orders. Well, it's Trump after all. He always knows how to surprise. What else did he have in his store? Is he really selling his famous ties as well? I had a browse through Trump's store and found two more sneaker models for $199 and two types of Victory 47 cologne for $99. I wonder why 47? Is that his age or something? That's because in November of this year, the Americans will be electing the 47th president of the United States. Wow, that's a twist. Well, Trump always knows how to surprise. I wonder what he'll come up with next time. Thanks for the info about Trump. But have you ever wondered how the Gen Z are living today? Oh, yeah, 
the Gen Z. That's a topic I've recently delved into. You know, it's really interesting. Gen Z are those who are currently between 12 and 27 years old. They're being actively studied and surveyed, and I want to share some of the findings from these studies with you. Oh, that sounds interesting. What have you found out? Well, first the bad news, ducks. Zoomers are avoiding typical teenage problems like pregnancy and alcohol use, but instead they're dealing with anxiety, depression, and suicidal thoughts. They're more likely to communicate online rather than in person, which unfortunately doesn't help improve their mood. They also constantly compare themselves to others on the internet, which often makes them feel inadequate. They're worried about climate issues, wars, the migration crisis, and economic instability, all of which adds to their anxiety. Wow, that's quite sad. But is there anything good? Of course, there's some good news. Zoomers are activists, they participate in social and political actions, and they use social media as a platform for expressing their views. They are also more aware of their emotions and have less difficulty expressing them than previous generations. They are more reflective. So, despite all the problems, Zoomers are doing great. Aishar, have you ever wondered why millennials are often called self-absorbed narcissists? I recently came across an interesting article on this topic in Time magazine, which has been around for a whole 10 years. They describe millennials as lazy narcissists, obsessed with fame and convinced of their own greatness. I've never come across such a clear definition before. The main diagnosis the author gives millennials in the article is narcissism, but it's probably not what you think. In Julia Piravaya's book, Fragile People, The Secret Door to the World of Narcissists, narcissism is described as total self-doubt, underlying anxiety, procrastination, and fear of intimacy. Sound familiar? Agree? Anyway, sending hugs to all the Zoomers, Millennials, and Boomers. You are enough. You are just right. Everything will be okay. Have you ever wondered what kind of questions little kids ask their parents? Well, I reckon they usually ask about simple things like, why is the sky blue or where do babies come from? Oh, my little Socrates, you would be surprised. Recently, my daughter asked me a question that made me think. She said, Mom, if you were told to give away all your treasures, all your possessions, everything you have, all your money, would you still have given birth to me? Wow, that's a pretty deep question for a kid. So what did you tell her? I replied, of course, my darling. And you know what she said in response? We, hooray, money, haha, treasures? That's very funny. She sounds like a very clever girl, but you don't seem too worried about this question. Well, lately my daughter has been giving me the third degree quite often, but so far everything is going well. So far, so good. I. Oh, speaking of breakthroughs, have you heard about the new tool that OpenAI unveiled last Thursday? It's absolutely mind-blowing. They've created a model called Sora, which translates from Japanese as sky. This thing can generate videos based on prompts, and it looks incredibly realistic. It can even create videos from static images or add new material to existing footage. Can you imagine? I highly recommend checking out their website to see what this model can do. It's just wow. Did you catch Miley Cyrus's performance at the Grammys? She was in this stunning vintage dress, although her dance moves were a bit quirky. And by the way, Beyonce has released two new country singles, Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages. I don't know if you need this information, but everyone's talking about it. You know, the second part of Dune recently came out in cinemas, but instead of that, I watched Barbie. Don't ask me why, I don't even know myself. I just suddenly felt like I needed a kind of uncomplicated pink movie right now. Wow, really? 
Barbie? That's a girly movie, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but sometimes you just need to take a break from serious movies and watch something light and pink. And you know what? I was right. It was exactly what I needed. Barbie was just as carefree and liberated as I wanted to be. It was like a little pink journey into a world of carefreeness. Well, if you say so, like, but I still don't get how you can watch that. Well, you're a boy, so maybe you wouldn't understand this. But I think even guys can benefit from watching these kinds of movies sometimes. It helps you relax and unwind. And who knows, maybe you'll even find a little Barbie in yourself. Hmm, well, maybe you're right, but I'd still prefer Dune. Or at least Transformers, if it comes to that. Aye. Well, the world of cinema is certainly interesting. But you know what else is happening in the world? Let's take a break from the pink plots and move on to more serious topics. Oh, what a year, eh? And it's only February. Remember, we found out about COVID in February. The war in Ukraine started in February. Almost two years ago. How awful. And the leader of the Russian opposition was killed in February. Oh, February, it's all too much. Sending you a big hug, my lovely reader. Drop me a line with your comments, questions, treasures, and money at highexpresso.today. With love, Olya.